welcome to the Worthy Mother Podcast, where we discuss all things identity, self-compassion, and fulfillment within and beyond motherhood. I'm Emily Rose Hardy, a mindset and self-love coach for moms. I am a firm believer that to be able to take care of our children, we must take care of ourselves first. This is not a parenting podcast. No, this is a podcast where we will challenge the societal expectations of what it means to be a mom, demystify the perfect mom myth, and learn to love ourselves. You are worthy, mama. Let's do this. Hello, it's Emily. If you are a regular listener to the Worthy Mother podcast, welcome back. I am absolutely so glad that you are here. And if you are new to the Worthy Mother podcast, welcome. Taking this time for yourself to do something as simple as listening to this podcast can be a really impactful form of self-care, especially during this time of year when we tend to be really busy, overloaded, taking care of things for everyone else for the holidays. I am so grateful to get to be a part of your day. As you listen, if you feel moved by the episode and want to share with other moms, screenshot the episode and share it to your Instagram stories. Make sure to tag the podcast at Worthy Mother Podcast. The more that we share these conversations, the more moms who will be involved, and that is always a great thing. So today, fitting for the time of year, I am going to be talking about gratitude. I am a huge proponent of practicing gratitude. This is something that I have always found to be extremely impactful in the best of ways. Um, I actually remember the first time that I kept a gratitude journal. It was for an interpersonal communication class that I took in college. And I just remember realizing how profound of an experience regular reflection on the things that we are grateful for can have for our lives and for our well-beings. But this episode isn't actually on the benefits of practicing gratitude or really how to do it effectively, although I will touch on those points. But instead, I am going to focus today on something that I have found really fascinating as a coach, and that is the surprising way that gratitude may actually be hurting you. So again, this is something that I have seen many times people using gratitude to qualify or minimize their own struggles and pain. This is something I've come across so often in my practice, and I think it is something absolutely worth talking about. With this week being Thanksgiving in the United States, a time where so many practice gratitude in one way or another, I thought it would be just a really appropriate time for this conversation. So before I dig in, I do want to backtrack and just really briefly talk about what it means to practice gratitude and give a couple examples of that just so that you can see what it looks like in practice. So what does it mean to practice gratitude? Gratitude is a focus on the things that we are thankful for. It is the acknowledgement of what we appreciate in our lives. A gratitude practice is an act of intentionally acknowledging or focusing on these things. Some people keep gratitude journals where they write what they're grateful for every day, which again is something that I have found incredibly powerful. Some people share what they are grateful for around the dinner table. Some people meditate with gratitude in mind. Even acts like working out or going for a walk can be acts of gratitude if done with that intention. 
There are plenty of ways that gratitude can be practiced really beautifully. And again, it's really all about the intention behind the act. And really like the benefits of practicing gratitude are also just immense. Not only does it help to increase positive emotions, but practicing gratitude can also have positive impacts on our relationships and even on our physical health. So it is definitely something worth incorporating into our lives. So, and just to highlight how much I do value gratitude practices, I'll just say that this is something that I actually work with moms on in my one-to-one coaching program, Shine Beyond Motherhood. So SHINE is an acronym, and the H actually stands for honoring. So I do a lot of work with moms on honoring ourselves and our lives through gratitude. And with that, I really like to focus heavily on self-gratitude. So again, I really value gratitude practices, and I don't want this to come off as not not valuing that, right? So keep that in mind as we go through this episode. But as I said before, this isn't exactly what I want to focus on today. I am really interested in this episode on exploring how people can end up using gratitude to really like dismiss their own struggles and how that can be harmful. As I talk about this, you can reflect on how you've experienced this. Maybe you, like so many of us, myself included, have been in the habit of using gratitude to qualify your own experiences. Reflecting on this for yourself can help you become aware of this habit and mindful about changing the way you express your own hardships. So imagine this. You are telling someone about something really hard that happened, something that you need to process and get off your chest, but you don't want to sound like you are complaining. So before you explain the difficulty, you explain aloud how truly grateful you are for everything in your life. So let me give a more specific example. You had a really hard day with the kids. You know the kind I'm talking about. Everything seemed hard. There was shouting that was overstimulating and you were stressed about something at work that you didn't get done and you snapped at your kids more than once, which left you feeling crappy about yourself. Like, it was just that kind of day where you wish you could have just walked away. Like, it really, truly sucked. I have those days. Some moms may not. I don't want to act like I'm speaking for everyone. All of our experiences really are unique, but I do know that many other moms also have days like that. And when we do, oftentimes we don't share about it because we may feel ashamed Like there's something wrong with us feeling that way or like we should just be better at this whole parenting thing and keeping our cool when we're overwhelmed. But sharing these experiences can actually be really important when it comes to not falling into patterns of shame. So we can choose to share with someone we trust. Maybe it's a friend, a family member, another mom we just met, a coach, a therapist, And it is in that sharing that we can actually end up utilizing gratitude to justify or minimize our experiences. And this is where the problem can come in. So in the example I gave about that really hard day with the kids, maybe that evening you are chatting with a friend about it or talking with a coach the next day and you decide to share about that really tough day that you had. And let's say the conversation goes like this. 
I really love my kids and I'm so grateful for them. I wouldn't trade them for the world. They bring me so much purpose in life and I have always wanted to be a mom and I am so lucky that I get to be their mom. But I had such a hard day with them yesterday and I feel horrible because I was struggling and snapping at them. I don't want to seem ungrateful. We have a beautiful life, but honestly, I just didn't even want to be around them in that moment. Okay, so when you hear that, what is your first thought? You might hear that and think, yeah, okay, I do this. It's not bad to acknowledge the stuff that I'm grateful for while expressing the hard stuff. And I don't necessarily disagree. It's okay to be both grateful and having a hard time. Like, that's normal. But when we do this continuously, this qualifying of our challenges with our expressed gratitude, it can really take away from the actual conversation we need to be having. Like, if you are trying to process a really challenging day or release feelings of shame around your struggles, saying things like, I'm grateful, but it's just not helpful. You don't have to justify your pain. You don't have to limit your expression of your experiences because you need to make sure that others know that you are grateful for what you have. You can be grateful and be having a hard time all in one breath. And the hardship does not have to be qualified with the gratitude. They can exist simultaneously and separate of each other. When you're grateful for what you have, that gratitude will underlie everything that you do. It will always be there. And really, that's what can be so amazing about having an established gratitude practice. It can really help you feel the gratitude even in those hard moments. So I'm definitely not saying that the gratitude should be gone from those moments of expressing challenges. But what I am saying is that it can be and instead of but. I am grateful and I'm having a hard time. When you use the word but to express the struggle, it is almost as though you are saying that you can't love your kids or you can't appreciate what you have when you are having a hard time. And that's baloney, right? Like, logically, we know that that isn't true. We are full humans with complex experiences and emotions. We can love something and be challenged by it. We are not made to be happy, content beings all of the time. And that's even true in motherhood. So again, it can be and instead of but. And it doesn't always have to be spoken. You are allowed to struggle. You are allowed to feel all the feelings. You are allowed to feel like things suck sometimes. You are allowed all of this, even without stating out loud how grateful you are for your life. If you have heard about toxic positivity, which I talked about with a guest back on episode 13, it really can help explain what happens. Toxic positivity is the steadfast belief that one must maintain a positive mindset, which can cause dismissiveness of legitimate negative emotions. I've actually come to call the phenomenon of using gratitude as a tool for dismissing the negative emotions as toxic gratitude, because really, it is a form of toxic positivity. When we minimize our, quote, negative emotions stemming from whatever challenge we went through, 
we are forcing ourselves to adopt a positive outlook on something that truly may have sucked for us. That isn't helpful, and it's actually quite toxic. So I want to get into why this is toxic and how this pattern can actually lead to the hurt that I'm talking about. When we constantly minimize our struggles or dismiss our challenges by covering it all under a blanket of gratitude, we are not allowing ourselves to actually deeply acknowledge that we are having a hard time. And that can make it so we end up not truly doing the work to, you know, like work through what needs to be worked through. We aren't letting ourselves fully process what needs to be processed. And when this happens over and over again, that can be really problematic. If you are essentially avoiding your feelings and avoiding figuring out how to deal with what is happening, whether it's something in your life that needs to change or a mindset issue that should be addressed or mental health challenges that need to be dealt with, we have the power to put our energy into those things. And you can see that when having conversations during a coaching session about something that was going on that was causing hardship, getting caught up in qualifying it all with gratitude really does have a negative impact. Not only does it take time and energy away from getting down to the business of processing and dealing with what needs to be dealt with, and I say needs to be because if it's coming up, whether in a therapy or coaching situation or with a friend, it needs to be dealt with. But it also can cause the feeling that the initial reason for feeling defeated or upset isn't valid. And when that is happening again and again, it can really impact how we feel about our own experiences. We can end up feeling like there is something wrong with us, like we can't even handle things, or like we shouldn't feel the way we feel. That can be so disorienting. It can impact how we trust ourselves. We can end up feeling cognitive dissonance where we are expressing the gratitude about one thing and not truly feeling it. And that can be really confusing for our minds and our body. We don't know whether we should even trust our feelings and can end up on a shame spiral, afraid that our feelings are wrong and shameful. And all of this can have adverse effects on our mental health and our ability to make positive steps forward in our lives. So I don't want to leave us on this note of feeling like gratitude is a bad thing by any means. As I said before, I really value the positive impacts that gratitude practices can have. And I truly believe that anyone and everyone can benefit from gratitude. If you don't already have a gratitude practice in place, I really do encourage you to explore what feels right for you and start some sort of routine that allows you to check in with gratitude regularly. But I also encourage you to check in with how you respond to yourself when you do struggle. How do you allow yourself to feel and express hard feelings? I'm not saying we should dwell on emotions like sadness or anger, but we can't just dismiss them. We can't just say, well, I know I should be happy. The more aware of this that we can be, the better. We can show up for ourselves in a way that allows us to process our emotions and take positive action in our lives, all with gratitude. And that is impactful. 
If you celebrate Thanksgiving, I want to wish you a happy Thanksgiving and say that I truly hope that you have a week filled with joy and gratitude. And even if you do not celebrate this American holiday, I would like to take this moment to express my gratitude for you. I dreamed about creating this podcast for a while, and the fact that I have created it and that you are here listening and sharing your time with me to have these conversations is a literal dream come true. It's truly a magical feeling knowing that I get to have these conversations and that together we are changing the world one conversation at a time. So truly, deeply, thank you. This has been a really powerful thing for me to reflect on. And if you also found it powerful and think another mom could benefit from hearing this episode, I would love it if you would share the episode. Again, you can send it to another mom in your life or take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram stories. Just make sure to tag the podcast at Worthy Mother Podcast. You can also follow me on Instagram at Honestly Emily Rose. I talk about all kinds of motherhood situations, experiences, all of that. So come follow me, come DM me and say hi. Something else you can do to spread the word about this podcast is leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. These reviews not only make my day, but they also help other moms who find the podcast know if it is a good fit. And again, these conversations are the most impactful when we have more moms involved. So to end, I will just say thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for taking this time for yourself to listen to this podcast. And with that, you are worthy, Mama. Mama.